Welcome to the next episode of the Elevate Your Booking Show. Today we're talking about making your vacation rental property or short-term rental property remote work friendly. So in 2020, we all know the impact that occurred with COVID really shifting people out of the office, many people that are out of the office that they've been in for so long, into a work-from-home environment. But not many people actually have a setup inside of their personal home that's really conducive to working. If you're in a city, for example, you may live in a small apartment, or if you're just in a house that has lots of kids or you have lots of uh, background noise, and maybe very difficult to work from home. So it turns out that as we started the research for this episode, we started seeing some trends that are were accelerated by 2020 COVID, other trends that have just been happening for a long time. It turns out that 16% of companies globally are already fully remote. So this isn't something that uh, just happened overnight with COVID. It's something that's actually been going on for some time. In fact, since 2009, the number of people who work from home has risen by over 159%. So it's a trend that's continuing to accelerate and evolve. And I think obviously how this ties into the short-term rental and vacation rental space is that as people travel, they want to make sure that they have the right setup, the right kind of environment for them to be productive if they need to be while they're traveling. I think this is especially the case for people that are doing midterm stays, like longer than a week, let's say two, three, four weeks. Some people are even staying more than on short-term rental sites. I think Airbnb recently put out statistics that indicated that a good portion of their bookings that have happened in the past year have been for more than a month. So people are staying, they're staying for a long time in some of your properties, and you need to make sure that you're environment is really conducive to this kind of global and remote working trend. We often think that a lot of people in the remote working world may be in sort of technology. That's not necessarily the case. In fact, 15% of remote workers are actually in the healthcare industry. So they could be administrative professionals, they could do medical coding, etc. And then 9% of remote workers are actually in the financial services industry, maybe personal finance, banking, things like that. So remote's here, it's here to stay. I think that the acceleration of that is not anything new. And I think that really what we're digging into today is how to make sure that your property, whether you have 110 or 100, is actually set up to accommodate these people who are coming in and staying and making sure that the value of your property is high and they're picking you over the competition. It's not just us seeing this trend, though. This trend is accelerating and really entire businesses are popping up around this sort of concept of remote work or having meeting spaces inside your home. Alessandra, you chatted with Amina a little while ago about how this sort of trend has helped her empower and build out Radius. I personally also, with Guest Hook, I work remotely. And that was one thing I was looking for when I wanted to switch my careers in um, my new career. I was really looking for a remote job. That's what I was really interested in. And I got it. It is an amazing thing. If you do want to travel, you could take your laptop with you. If, for instance, like I had a power outage a couple weeks ago, I was able to take my laptop out elsewhere and go work elsewhere. So I didn't lose a work day. So I think it's just a powerful movement. And I don't think it's going to stop actually. I don't either. And some people think that once a pandemic is, quote, over, that everything's going to go back to the way it was. And I really don't think so, because over the last year and a half or even more at this point, we've proven that flexibility works. People are productive. People are, in, in fact, maybe putting in more hours at work, which is maybe borderline unhealthy, and maybe we need to address that. <laughs> but we've proven that it works. Mm -hmm. And so companies that are forcing people to come back to the office these days, I think they are going to be losing their talent the most and the quickest, because all of those working professionals, all those employees, they have options. They have other companies that they can go to that are offering what they might not be able to find at their current employer. 
So Alessandra, let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit about your rental. Have you seen this kind of happening as you, over the past year, people have come into Aruba? Are they mostly there for vacation, I would imagine? Or is there some people there to work? Or what's your thoughts on this? Actually, it's been a mix. A lot of them are there to work. They did do a thing in Aruba at one point where they were basically advertising for the remote workers and they were allowing you to stay on the island longer if you were working while you were there. So they would give you an extended visa to stay there because you were working remotely. So it's a way to increase their tourism to have someone stay there longer, especially if they were working. Personally, at my rental, I did have clients who were staying there a longer term. And I had one woman that was staying there for a month. And she said she's been working remotely for a while now at this point. Yeah, I've seen that at my condo personally. And I've had a ton of people that would inquire and ask me what my speed was for my internet. So they wanted a speed test. So that's something that we see now, right, Conrad, that a lot of the rentals we see on Airbnb, we see that they even show a photo of their speed test right now. And I love that idea. The first time I saw it, I thought that the host that was doing it did it in maybe not the most attractive way. They literally showed an ad of a speed test website that was like full of banner ads on the right side. And I was like, this doesn't look good, but this idea is phenomenal because a lot of people can say, oh, fast Wi-Fi. What I consider fast may be different than what you consider fast. We did some research that it really, in order for uh, someone to be able to work remotely, let's say in, in a comfortable fashion, they should probably have at least 10 megabits per download speed and ideally like one to two megabits per upload speed to be able to work within that system. So instead of saying in your listing something like fast Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi available, it's almost like saying that your property has water available. I would hope that's the case. I think that really what you want to do, like you were saying a moment ago, is highlight specifically how fast it is and maybe even consider making an investment into your property to increase your speed. Now that could be in one of two ways, right? You could actually go to uh, your internet service provider of choice and you could ask them to increase the speed if you're most destinations, most places around the US and certainly even around the globe, that's typically not a problem. You pay more money, they give you more speed. So that's something that's relatively easy to solve. And then even within your property itself, I personally have stayed in vacation rentals before where the Wi-Fi actually was a pretty good speed, but it only worked on the side of the house that was actually near the router, which obviously isn't great. I feel like you're trying to move around or maybe be in the kitchen and maybe do a few emails while the you know meal is being prepped in the vacation rental for that evening. So even considering not just the speed but also the coverage, I think, of that internet throughout the property is something to consider as well. Maybe bringing someone into the property to look at the speeds both close to the router, the actual Wi-Fi router, and then also maybe go as far away from the router as you can while still being in the property and running some speed tests from there as well. But I love that idea that you found around people actually doing a speed test and posting it there. And even Airbnb, I think, has recently introduced that feature as almost like a custom field or an item inside of your listing. So you can you know, include stuff like, do you have a washer and dryer? Do you have Wi-Fi? Not only that, do you have Wi-Fi? How fast is your Wi-Fi? So I think that's a critical piece of what we're talking about in this remote working trend. It's not just enough to have it. It has to be good. It has to be fast. It has to be stable. And it has to have good coverage throughout the property. I love that those trends are accelerating the actual design of the property itself. Let's talk to you about, have you done anything in your property or have you seen anything out there about how to actually design like a physical workspace in the property? So it's one thing to have Wi-Fi. Maybe someone doesn't want to sit on the couch with their laptop on their lap for seven hours if they needed to work all day. So what about kind of the the way that you think hosts should consider designing a physical workspace inside the property? So for a physical design, of course, when we're working, regardless, we're always mostly working from our desks. So we should always offer a desk and a chair that's 
basically the least we can do for those that have to work remotely. So definitely a desk and a chair. You want it to be in a well-lit area near a window if possible. If you have a nice window with sunshine coming in, you want someone who's coming to stay at your vacation rental to have that, that they can be comfortable while they're working. Also, what's important is a private workspace because obviously if they're traveling with other people, you want them to be able to have their quiet time if they have to be on calls or if they have to have meetings or video, they have to be on Zoom and it has to be video meetings, they should have a place able to do that in quiet and without being interrupted with whoever else is staying with them in the vacation rental. And like I was telling you, Conrad, I have a friend who she's been traveling for a few months and she was working, she works remotely. So she was in Europe for about three months traveling, but she was also traveling with two of her other friends that, and they all work remotely. So she said, I asked her what was her main problem while she was traveling and having to work remotely. And she said, obviously, number one was Wi-Fi. She would, Mm -hmm. they would go to rentals and the Wi-Fi wasn't that great. And then her other biggest concern was that there was three of them working remotely. So it was hard for them to operate because there was only like one area that had a desk. So they're all trying to work remotely or be on calls. And it was hard for each of them to have their own privacy. So in that case, Conrad, what would you think would be something that vacation rental owners can do if they're thinking more in the realm of it's not going to be one person just working in the vacation rental. It's going to be more than one person who has to work remotely. Yeah, I think that what we need to probably consider if you're a host or if you're designing a space right now or reconfiguring or redesigning a property that you either own or is in your rental program is maybe making things a little more adaptable. So I love what you mentioned earlier as far as having a desk and chair, that's bare minimum. But if you can put that area near window, if you can have a setup there as far as the background design, like you said, for Zoom calls, things like that. But I almost wonder if you could make things like that somewhat adaptable. So in other words, it's a bedroom at night, right? Let's say you have a three bedroom a vacation rental property, a home, let's say. But maybe there needs to be something that you design in that room where a desk could be brought out of a closet or you could have the angle could be changed of the side of a property or the side of a room, something like that to be adaptable. Because I think that you're right. Not only if you have a large property, is there going to be maybe a family staying there who needs an area for the kids to play and be there throughout the day potentially? And also, let's say a remote working environment. It might be the case, what you mentioned too, a couple or a group of people that are all needing to be in separate areas of a property and make phone calls, have to work remotely, things like that. And it goes back to our earlier comments on coverage. The, the property needs to be a good experience no matter where you are from a speed perspective. But it also needs to be, like you said, designed for comfort and it needs to be designed in a way that makes people want to stay there. Because if someone does book for a longer period of time, let's say they're going to be in a property for several weeks or several months, they want that environment to be comfortable and it should be comfortable if necessary for multiple people. So I think that's something that all hosts should consider, all managers should should consider is, can I take an element or an area of this bedroom or of this particular, let's say, living room? Could I maybe divide it in a way that would be adaptable, maybe having some movable spaces within the rental that would make it straightforward for them to adjust? Because once you can adjust, then it makes it a multi-use for the for that guest that's staying in that property. And I think that's what people are looking for as well. Yeah. Right. So. And I think there's also, you can go the extra step. If you have an outdoor space, you can make it that anyone can also work from outdoors. I, for instance, my condo, it's on a complex in Aruba. So the Mm -hmm. outside by the pool, there are four kind of gazebos and each one has a really long table. They have outlets right behind you and there is Wi-Fi down there. 
So you can even go outside if you want to, and you have that space to also work from. So you're not kind of stuck in one space all at once or during your whole trip, you're just stuck in the same room at the same desk the whole time. If you have the ability or the outdoor space to do something like that's also another thing you can show the guests or people that are looking to rent your vacation rental. So I think that's something nice to have too. This is a sidebar, but I have to say it. What is the deal with those stock photos that we see on people who are like, we talk about remote work or we talk about work from anywhere. And it's always like a businessman dressed in like a nineties <laughs> suit and he's on the beach with a laptop. Like that has never occurred in the history no. of remote working. No one wants to be on the beach with a laptop. Right. Like they want to be on the beach and they want to remote work, but those two things do not go together. Sand and the keys, just a terrible experience. It's true. Let's kill the, let's kill the nineties <laughs> oversized suit guy sitting on a beach working on a laptop. That's not really how it is. It's more likely like we're saying here that they're actually inside of a property, <laughs> right? Inside of hopefully mm-hmm. people listening to this inside of one of your vacation rental properties. So we gathered some more stats and data. Let's talk a little bit about the rate side of things. So if you go through and make these improvements, I feel like people are willing to maybe pay a little bit more for this type of comfort. You mentioned your friend Sarah earlier, when she's talking about herself and two friends that are traveling and working remotely during this time, obviously rates always a consideration in terms of what they're willing to pay um, to stay in a particular vacation rental. But if it has all these criteria, you think she'd actually pay more for that kind of, you know, comfort and that sort of ability to work remotely? Can this make your property, in other words, worth more? Or can you get more money as a rate on your property if you make these adjustments? Well, I think if you're traveling with, for example, Sarah, if you're traveling with a few friends and you all have to work remotely, I think then it would make sense to pay more money to stay at a vacation rental that's going to offer these things for you. Because if you're finding it a struggle and you're traveling throughout Europe for three months and you're going from place to place and you would want that, I personally would pay more money if I was traveling with friends or even family and there was more than one of us working remotely, I would pay more money if I knew I would get some free space or there's outdoor space to work from and you can move around and you're not stuck in one place or that you're going to have that private, the ability to also have that privacy when you are on a call or when you're doing a video because you do need that when you're working remotely. You can't have people flying behind you and all these loud noises and you have to work. That's what you're doing. So personally, I would pay more money. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's the case. I'm not someone that really works remotely per se, but I do. I think my personal experience has been when I'm staying in vacation rentals is that I might need uh, little snippets. I might need an hour, two hours to make sure that emails aren't overflowing, things like that. So just having somewhere comfortable to sit and and work for an hour or two, even I think is a huge advantage, even if it's not something that I personally do for eight hours uh, while I'm typically staying in a short-term rental vacation rental. But there's people out there that meet that demand. So let's talk a little bit too about the presentation. So let's say someone goes through and improves their kind of physical design of their property. They add some of these things. What can be items that you think that we could recommend that host or manager do to actually call out the fact that they've made their property more friendly? Do you think it's just new photos? Do you think they should adjust their description? How else can we make this property really appeal to that kind of traveler? I always think it's both because everyone is different. For instance, I'm visual. So I like to see photos and I would like to see the desk area. I would like to see that there's these things inside the vacation rental. And I also like to read. So I'm the person that will read through an entire description while others will just glance over it. So you have the two different types of people who, you know, the ones that just want to read or the ones that just want to see something visually. So I think you have to do both. It should be both in your description and both visually through photos. So I would update the photos, of course, and update the description when you're making the updates. That's the thing, right? We always hear, obviously, on the guest hook side of things, we hear a lot of people say, oh, a picture is worth a thousand words. So if I have nice pictures of my property, 
does the description really matter? And I think that this is a good use case and a good example of why the description really does matter. Because first of all, people are going to search like both on Airbnb and Airbnb might even be crawling and looking at the text inside of your listing as well to define, you know, what someone might be looking for. And people are going to look at the photo and also read the description. Um, and some people might not look at every photo. Some people might just scroll through the photos quickly. Other people are going to dig in more onto that description and see what's in there. So by using terms like uh, workstation or by using terms like remote work friendly within your listing, if you make these improvements to your listing, I think that's a great kind of uh, area to put your flag into as a host if you're accommodating that person, just to make it make them feel more comfortable, make them feel like you've thought about their particular stay. Just how many guests are going to read the description to make sure that there's a washer and dryer. Many guests now I think are going to be looking in your description to look for information about the property, maybe what's nearby, things that can't really be conveyed oftentimes in photos. We kind of lean on the description a little bit for that. Obviously, one of our professional copywriters is writing them. But then also I agree, we can't do it without the photos. The photos are still king in that arena as far as showing the actual design of this workspace or of this area so that it's clear what that guest is going to expect when they walk into the property. So we've talked a little bit about this trend that we're seeing. Again, 41% of the American workforce today is working remotely. So this is literally millions, tens of millions of people in the States that are ready to work remotely. Some of them at home, some of them are traveling around. They're probably booking your properties already, but you can probably get a lot more of them if you embrace them, accommodate them and make it more simple for them. And my personal belief is that this is going to last long beyond any COVID impact or any sort of 20, 20, 2021. I think that companies that have now got used to working remotely, or they've got their team and their staff used to working remotely, a lot of them are just never going to come back into the office. So I think that it's not necessarily something that you're doing just right now. I think that by making these adjustments and changes and improving your listing to really make it simple for uh, remote work, I think you're doing something that's going to be smart next year, the year after, five years, 10 years down the road for your listing, because I think that people are going to continue to need it and demand it. And even the case for younger people coming up, it might even be remote school, I think could be something we didn't really touch on too much so far. But I think a lot of kids have been going through the same thing where some kids are were out of school, in-person school last year, they've been doing it remotely. These setups would have been very useful during that time frame as well. And I suspect that trend may continue more, more going forward in terms of maybe people even doing some sort of homeschool or hybrid school program where they're inside of your properties, both kids and adults being in there together, needing these sort of physical setups to accommodate that sort of thing. So what do you think? Anything that we didn't cover? Should people be doing this? Should people be uh, making their property remote work family? I think so. What do you think? Oh, I think so. A hundred percent. I think we work remotely. We know that it's important. And my friend works remotely. Two of her friends work remotely. There's a lot of people working remotely and it's not going to change at their company or whatever, wherever it may be. So I think that it's important. I think it's just going to be more and more people are going to work remotely and or they'll have the option to do that, to have this kind of workspace in your vacation rental. And then there's the other things that you can also do with the design to go the extra step, which is I've seen photos of Airbnbs that they actually provide a second monitor, which I think is nice. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to do that, but that's a little extra that you can do. Or they're offering like small things, pens, paper, pencils, and they'll put like coffee and tea close by. So you can do all these little teeny tiny extras for them and also make sure it's photographed. But the one thing I just thought of, Conrad, being that I had a flub on Friday with my internet, I lost power at the house and I had no internet. So I just had an idea as I'm sitting here. So imagine your vacation rental loses power or has no internet. So now what do we do? Maybe we could provide the guests with 
local cafes nearby or where else they can get Wi-Fi and where they can work. So that's something else you can also offer is have some kind of little backup for your guests just in case this were to happen and that they're working remotely. When you have a battle of amenities, you can always take it to that next level. So I love the idea of a second monitor. As I sit here recording this now, I'm looking at two different monitors. That's my preferred setup. If I went to book a vacation rental or saw that a vacation rental had two monitors, maybe have an extra charger next to that monitor for my particular laptop, had all the necessary cords and cables and things like that. And literally all I had to do was what I do at my office, which is I put my laptop on, Mm -hmm. pop it open and start working. That's next level, right? That's like the difference between a host that puts a pool in and a host that puts a pool in and a water slide and a hot tub and that sort of thing. You can always take things to the next level, I think, as far as comfort or kind of finishings, touches, things like that. But yeah, I think that we should always plan for things that might go wrong inside of our properties, whether that's things like power outage, internet outages do occur. I don't think it's a bad idea to have maybe a backup Wi-Fi hotspot inside the property as well. If your property has a good cellular data connection, maybe that would be a, a nice little backup to have just in case your internet does go down. You can go to that particular guest and say, sending you a message, hey, open this drawer and turn this on and there's a backup Wi-Fi network there. Do I think that's critical? Probably not. But if it's something that you wanted to include as an extra peace of mind thing for a particular guest, or maybe you're in a country or a destination where broadband isn't particularly reliable, someone on our team, as is in a you know Central American country that does not have very consistent hardwired connections. So they're using one of these mobile cellular data hotspots to work. And that's been solid as well. So that may be another consideration if you're in one of those destinations. And then I agree when you talk about building out your guest book, if you know that this is something that people may be coming to your property to do, including local information, like for coffee shops, things like that. Some people actually prefer to work out of a coffee shop. They like Mm -hmm. the background noise and they like the fact that you can go there and it's comfortable and it's clean. So if you have a recommendation that you want to toss into the guest book, I think that's a phenomenal idea as well to bring that next level of information and that next level amenities into this kind of environment so that people are accommodated really no matter where they are and what they're looking for. Great. I like the idea of the hotspot because I never thought of that, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So I think that as we go through this trend, I think it's really going to be something that's going to evolve. Maybe the guest is going to want something different down the road than they want today. But if you kind of go through this process as a host or as a manager that's making your properties more remote work friendly, I think you're going to be in good shape. Anything else we should educate the people on before we button it up for today? No, I think we got it down pretty much. And I hope this is helpful to all of you out there. And we're going to see what happens with this remote work and where this trend goes. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. If you got some value out of the show, we would always appreciate a review. That would be awesome. You can also email us any questions or comments or feedback that you have for future show ideas, info at guesthook.com. If you want us to help you maybe improve or change or adjust your description to make it a little bit more remote work friendly or attract that remote worker, we'd be happy to do. Feel free to go visit guesthook.com, get in touch with us there, and we could work on a new description for you. Otherwise, we will see you on the next show. Thank you so much.